Hey everyone, this is Aaron and Juwan and you're listening to Wellness for Real People. This show is for people who are on the go, busy, and looking for ways to live their best lives. We focus on wellness topics in mindfulness, exercise, diet, and sleep, and share quick actionable tactics to improve your health and wellness. We're not perfect, but we're trying to get a little better each day. Let's grow on this journey together. So we all know we're supposed to eat our fruits and vegetables, but which fruit and which vegetable is the healthiest for you? The answer just might surprise you. We're going to dive into it today. Hello, my name is Juwan, and I'm here with my co-host, Aaron. We're back for another episode of Wellness for Real People. And today we're talking all things fruits and vegetables. So uh, Aaron, thanks for sharing this article with me. I'm excited to discuss it with you today. Uh, the article talks about um, some research from the CDC uh, around uh, the healthiest fruits and vegetables. And so we're going to talk about exactly which fruits and vegetables were ranked the highest and then what that means for you and how to get the most nutrients out of out of those fruits and vegetables. And hopefully it just helps us, you know, make make some more informed choices when we're at the grocery store. Um so I'm looking forward to the conversation today, Aaron. What, what, what are your initial thoughts about, uh, about it, the article and everything? Yeah, just kicking it off, it made me think about some choices that we can make when we go to the grocery store as well and what things to add into the cart. Um, I liked, too, that you know, we'll get into the discussion, but the CDC does kind of like a nutrition density score. And you know, for me, I always like the data, I like the metrics. So it's kind of nice to have that score that ranges from like zero being bad to 100 being like the, the best possible mm-hmm. fruit or vegetable. So I thought that was cool uh, to see kind of like which ones score the highest. So we'll get into that conversation too. But, um, you know, definitely made me think about some things like I think off the bat, um, looking at scores for like spinach was really high, which I really like spinach and broccoli was kind of on the lower end. And I was like, okay, cool. Good. I don't have to eat a ton of broccoli. <laughs> I mean, you do, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those yeah. things where it's like, yeah, that's great. The ones I actually like are on the higher end. So that's kind of what I saw. But yeah, we could dive into the, the topic yeah. a little bit more. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So we won't delay it any longer. I'm sure you're just waiting on pins and needles to find out which was <laughs> the highest, you know, as if you have nothing better to do with your life. But uh, we're, we're, we're happy you're here with us talking about fruits and vegetables. So, you know, the, the highest ranked vegetable was uh, actually watercress. And if you're not familiar with watercress, it's a peppery green that grows in fresh water and is a common ingredient in stir fries. Um, and it scored an actually a perfect 100 um, on the CDC's uh, power ranking. Now, I should share, you know, that uh, when it relates to uh, some other vegetables that ranked high on the list, Aaron, you already mentioned, you know, spinach was really, really high at an 86 out of 100. Kale was at 49, which is, uh, like you said, good for me because I don't really love kale like that. But uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> it's good spinach. in a salad or, you know, when you mix it in with, you know, cooking it with some things, it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. got to be prepared quite right. Otherwise, I just feel like I'm just chewing grass forever. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and then, you know, red bell pepper scored 41, broccoli scored a 34 out of 100. So I thought that was a uh, that was quite interesting. Um, shifting a little bit over to the fruit side of the equation, uh, you may be surprised to learn that tomatoes were, uh, the highest ranked, uh, fruit in this study. And, uh, what makes tomatoes so nutritious is, 
Um, you know, it's very nutrient dense. And so just to take a step back for us, as, uh, as you mentioned a bit earlier, Aaron, you know, the CDC has a ranking. They call it the powerhouse fruit and vegetable categor categorization or PFV. And so it's based on the amounts of 17 qualifying nutrients and in a 100 uh, calorie portion of each fruit and vegetable. And so since vegetables are naturally lower in calories than fruit, you would need to eat a much larger amount of vegetables than fruit to equal 100 calories, um, says dietitian uh, Sherry Berger. And that, that kind of tracks with what you said about like kale and like you just feel like you're chewing grass forever because it's like you're probably not getting those you know dense calories to make yourself feel full, but definitely getting the nutrition out of it. But, mm -hmm. Yeah, that tracks. That tracks. Yeah. So she says, you know, since a larger volume is going to pack in more nutrients, this would make the vegetables stand out, you know, in that PFV scoring system. So the reason why tomatoes score so high in, in, in you know, in, in this ranking is because, uh, as Berger explains, uh, they're a low calorie fruit, but they also have a similar nutrition profile to a vegetable. Yeah. And, and so, you know, they say... Uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture's nutrient database, according to that, a 60 gram plum tomato contains only 12 calories and less than three grams of carbohydrates. And it's also rich in an important nutrient called lycopene, uh, which that's what gives tomatoes their red color. Uh, so just some interesting thoughts or um uh, benefits to tomatoes uh, from, from Sherry Berger, the, the dietitian. She says, you know, eating tomatoes and tomato-based products can help protect the body from, you know, cancer and heart disease. Uh, she also points to a 2021 study in the Journal of Food Chemistry that found that tomato and lycopene consumption helps prevent coronary <laughs> you said it right that second time. <laughs> it, it does fast. Coronary <laughs> artery disease, gastric cancer, prostate cancer, um, you know, and 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 and, and other uh, disorders that may affect blood flow to your brain, uh, like uh, strokes and and brain aneurysms. So you know, she also mentioned that tomatoes are rich in vitamins A and C, which can help combat inflation in the body, uh, and. You know, uh, vitamin C, she mentioned, is important for forming blood vessels, muscles, and, you know, parts of our, our bones. So it's really a, one of those kind of building blocks of, of you know, our healthy body. So vitamin A, she uh, uh, Rhyme mentions, is uh, needed for eye health, growth, and development. So these are some of the amazing benefits of tomatoes that I just wasn't particularly aware of, but I just find it quite fascinating. Um, what are your thoughts on 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 the on the tomatoes? No, it was great. Uh, something that I always like to add to my dish, no matter what it is, if it's a salad or if it's a pasta, uh, or even like sometimes when we cook things like. You know, we do things with shrimp where we'll do like a shrimp and grits kind of thing or, you know, probably the grits are <laughs> anti-healthy, but it's it's the, you know, adding in that that tomato where it feels like it tastes good, you know, adds that pop of color. Um, and like I said, you're getting a ton of nutrients from it. So really thought that was exciting to hear that and definitely surprised me that tomatoes were top of the list. I don't know why in my head I thought it would be something more like the grapefruit, you know, which we'll, we will discuss in the, or some of these other like oranges or, you know, more vitamin C dense fruits, but seeing the tomato up there was kind of cool. Um, 
it's something that you could easily add into like almost any dish that you're making for, you know, nice little taste plus some extra nutrients. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So how do you get the most nutritional benefit from tomato? Uh, the general rule of thumb, they say in the article is, you know, uh, for the most flavorful tomatoes, you want to try to buy them locally and just keep them on your countertop. Um, they say locally grown tomatoes are allowed to ripen naturally, you know, and they don't go, uh, they don't undergo the, the uh, ethylene gas treatments which kind of pr promotes um, artificial ripening. So I thought that was quite interesting. Just being, you know, if, if we have, if you have access uh, and resources to to be able to get your your tomatoes uh, locally, that that's the best way uh, that they recommend to do that. Um, they also say, you know, cooking the tomatoes can help boost that lycopene. So just like you mentioned, consider adding it to, you know, cook dishes like stews or uh, uh, or making your own tomato sauce or. Um, you know, roasting your own salsa, these kinds of things. Um, they say you can help boost the absorption of lycopene in your body by pairing those tomatoes with healthy fats, such as um, olive oil, um, which I thought is, 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 was really interesting. It goes back to that whole Mediterranean uh, mm -hmm. discussion that we discussed in a prior episode, right? That, yep. you know, the, the, these things go hand in hand, fruits and veggies and the healthy fats like the olive oils, avocados, these kinds of things. So yeah. um, let's talk a little about, about some of the other fruits that are considered the healthiest. Um, you might uh, be interested to learn that lemons were very high on the list. Um, you know, they're high in vitamin C. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, they say, be careful with the lemons, you know, the acidity of the lemon flesh and juice, maybe sometimes that might not agree well with, you know, with your, with your body. Um, that's kind of the similar situation for me and tomatoes that I, I can't have too much acidity. Um, mm. otherwise it gives me, you know, you know, acid, acid reflux and, you know, indigestion. So you got to balance yeah. that with your own body chemistry and kind of what works, you know, well for you. But, um, but, uh, you know, I've always heard of, you know, you know, people always saying, you know, maybe squeeze some lemon juice, juice of a lemon in your water or your tea in the morning, uh, you know, just to give you, you know, some more nutrients. Uh, they also mentioned oranges were very high on the list. Um, you know, they contain, you know, some small amounts of vitamin B6, which is, helps with brain health. And they also have potassium, which supports, you know, your kidney, heart, nerve function and calcium, which you need for strong, healthy bones. They say to get the most benefit from the oranges, you want to skip the OJ and eat the fruit whole. Um, it's digested much slower that way uh, because of the fiber that uh, the whole fruit contains. So I thought that was a very interesting uh, um, point that, uh, uh, you know, try to get the whole fruit rather than, than yeah. the juices. You know, and probably in a lot of these juices, depending if you're not careful, some of them have a lot of added sugars in them as well. Exactly. Right? So you want to be be conscious of that. Yeah, and you're probably getting nutrients from eating the, you know, the actual flesh of the orange instead of just squeezing out the juice. And, you know, you're getting, of course, some nutrient there, but it's probably not as dense as what you're going to get from eating the actual fruit whole. Um, and I thought the other important part here, too, like just going back to the lemons was, you know, the acid can also erode the enamel on our teeth. So just mm -hmm. want to throw that in there just to be careful. You know, we're not recommending you go out and start just eating lemons whole because <laughs> there could be some side effects. But yeah, adding it to a dish, you know, you're definitely going to be fine there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, strawberries, you know, was, was also high on the list. They uh, they contain vitamin C, 
Um, and, you know, some other antioxidant properties, you know, that the, in strawberries have been shown to play an important role in brain health. Um, the last, a couple more fruits. We got limes, which kind of tracks with all these kind of citrus yeah. fruits. Same thing with like about. the lemon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they, they have, a, they, they, they rank high and also grapefruits. They're high in vitamin C, vitamin A and folate, uh, which is important for, uh, they say uh, healthy cell growth. So um, one interesting note they made about um, uh, grapefruits is that they contain soluble fiber, which mm -hmm. has been shown to help manage blood sugars, cholesterol, and digestive health. So um, yeah, maybe uh, maybe think about incorporating a little more grapefruit into you know into 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 the into the routine and into the diet. Yeah, it was so funny. I was like, I've seen grapefruit pop up, you know, frequently in different articles and things. It's just kind of a nice, healthy fruit to eat in the morning to kick your day off or, you know, like, you know, substitute for some kind of dessert. Um, you know, it's definitely acquired taste, but it's good. It's definitely going to give you a lot of those benefits uh, that can help combat some of these other health issues and concerns. Um, and then the other note, just to close out on the, the fruit discussion was just making sure to talk to your doctor, of course, before you make any changes to your diet. Um, there are some interactions that could happen from great fruits and certain types of medications. So just check that out with your health provider. Yes. Yes. Great point. Thanks for bringing that up. So, you know, as we kind of close out this discussion in this article, they say, you know, should you prioritize certain fruits over others? Should you just completely switch all the way to just, you know, straight tomatoes? Watercress all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> the answer to that is not necessarily. So, you know, they say, you know, when it, it comes to fruits and vegetables, you know, dietitians generally encourage you to eat a wide variety to get, um, you know, the, the maximum amount of uh, vitamins and minerals that you need. And, you know, some, some fruits and vegetables have different properties and may have more nutrients um, than others, um, but, you know, that shouldn't limit you. So they say, eat the rainbow, as we've heard, you know, maybe uh, many of us have heard before, right? And, you know, each color group of produce has different nutrients. So eating the rainbow is, uh, is, is very, very important, uh, says Reem. Uh, so I thought this was a very uh, eye-opening discussion, you know, that uh, ultimately, if you want to get the most bang for your buck in terms of just the nutrient-dense fruits and vegetables, you start with the tomatoes on the fruit side and the watercress on the vegetable side, but also consider, like, uh, as, the, as the article mentioned, just, you know, making it a balanced approach, right, and really mm -hmm. making it a part of your lifestyle, eating more fruits and vegetables. I like the, the the thing you mentioned earlier, just about maybe swapping out just once a day, kind of swapping out something, you know, that a little, maybe a little less healthier for just a, a piece of fruit or, 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 or some vegetables, you know, you know, with a dip, right? Just these little changes can make a big impact in, you know, in our health, but um, any yeah. closing thoughts from you, Aaron? Yeah, no, same thing. It was just uh, really nice to see some of the fruits and vegetables that I like pop up here. Um, thought about adding some watercrest in after I read this article. I'm like, that can't be too hard to add into some of the dishes that I already cook to get some of those nutrients and benefits from that one. But just making me think and consider when I go to the store, uh, what to pick out, what are the things that, like you said, you know, if I'm on like a quick shopping spree or, or like on a budget or whatever, which fruits have uh, and vegetables have the most um, nutrient dense benefits. So I thought overall good article, um, you know, it's something that we talk about a lot in this um, show specifically around diet. Uh, but these are the kind of the nice little, 
you know, subtopics where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you talk about diet and all this other stuff, but now we're just kind of digging in a little bit deeper on like certain specifics. So overall, that was cool, cool, cool discussion. Uh, good to chat through. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully, um, if you're watching this or listening to this, you've gotten some value out of out of our discussion today. And, you know, hopefully our goals are just to help make us maybe 1% healthier every single day, That's right? If we can just That's make it. little changes uh, day by day and just be consistent with it. It can make a big positive impact on our health and well-being. So wishing you a healthy, happy day. And uh, we'll be back soon with another episode of Wellness for Real People. Take care. Bye. Take care, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Wellness for Real People. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please share it with them. Sharing is caring. So we just want to thank you for being a part of our community. We got many more episodes to come. And if you have any questions or want to learn more about Can Do Tea, visit us on our website at candotea.com.